Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name is Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Mark. How are you? Okay. Hi, Justin. I'm over here. He's over there. <laughs> Hi, I'm Justin. That's Justin. What a... Fuck. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Mark does it again. Mark's an evil villain. He's just there to throw wrenches into our monkey systems and oh, stuff like that. I, you know, that. speaking of things that we both, other podcasts that we both listen to, yep. are you what, Are you listening to Ridiculous History as well? I am not listening to Ridiculous okay. History. Um, then never mind. The main reason why it. is because in all their promos that I've heard for them, they're talking about things that I've learned about in other how stuff works. Other podcasts. how stuff works. <laughs> and I love the how stuff works systems, like uh, the whole like network. Network. But they're starting to get a little redundant on too many fronts, so I'm like, eh, I don't need to hear that again. But food stuff is my current new. Uh, I, I enjoy food my, stuff. Is my current new jam. Those. Uh, I in fact emailed Lauren them. and Annie are are my podcast. I emailed currently. them earlier in the week because I was like, can you do something about the volume levels between the podcast proper and the sponsors? Yeah, it is a terrible <laughs> vodka. It is terrible in that sense, like the the volume jump. Like the the podcast proper is like. At a volume whisper, level whisper. of three, so you crank up. The oh, so it's, it's it's like old school commercials before they yes. put FCC regulations in. Yeah, very much. <laughs> yeah, and then when they go to an ad break, it's like, <laughs> you're like, oh my god, yes, ears burning. I, I swerve in the in the lane. Hulu does that sometimes. It's the, actually the reverse though. The 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 um ads will be very quiet. And Steph will turn it up like the ad at the beginning of the show. I honestly, I haven't picked up on. And it. then I mean, it only. Ha- I mean, I've only had Hulu for all three days, so maybe you know my sample size is small, so it might not happen again. But yeah, similar thing. Maybe it's just her Real Housewives filth. Oh, maybe could be. Anyway, it's not like I, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> everybody, everybody I, got depressed when you said Real Housewives. I'm not voting anything from uh, Bravo, so that might have something. To do oh, okay. With so today we are going to revisit um, Greenport Harbor. I am not Harbor. watching what happens next. You don't care what happens next? <laughs> oh, bravo, yeah. Um, today we're going to revisit Greenport Harbor, and we're not going to do any of their crazy specialty stuff today, but rather I grabbed three of their offerings that you can find in pretty much any supermarket on Long Island. Yep. Um, we have their Tidal Lager, the Harbor Ale, and the Other Side IPA. And we, we wanted to give you a little bit more of a sample of one, some of the ones that are readily available that you don't have to make the trek all the way out to, at minimum, Peconic, yeah. and if not Greenport, to to go get them. So we're going to start off with a title lager, and they um, say that it, there's no holding back the tide, nor will you want to. Our first lager, title with a deep golden hue, promises a light malt sweetness, subtle floral hop flavor, and a crisp finish that, like the tides, will leave you thirsting for its return again and again. Uh, you know, I haven't tasted it yet, but just from the aroma, it's not subtle. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I've tasted it. It is also not subtle. This is India Pale Lager to me. Yeah. Like just from the aroma. Yeah. I get it, a little bit of a sulfury aroma, too, which is obviously somewhat common in a lager. But yeah. it also could be really, really more of the hop character than than, than, the, than sulfur. But it, they're similar. Yeah I, I, yeah, I could see it being taken as a sulfur. I lost my coast. Oh, yes. I blame Justin. He probably did it. He probably I, needed I, to shim the board again. Yeah, or a wobbly board. Um, no, the, definitely the aroma is aggressive. 
aggressive yeah. in that. It, it, yeah, the flavor. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have no other words for it, but that it's a very forward aroma. This is definitely it's to just, me an this IPL. Is a, yeah, it's definitely an IPL. It's a very very hot forward uh, it lager. Is. It's not. I would not deem it crisp and clean. No, it is crisp. I'm sorry, but it well, is also very dank. Yeah, clean, clean, not clean. Yeah, um, Justin, would you be able to Google foo the um, if maybe we can find what hops they use in this? I can, uh, I can Google foo away. But this almost reminds me of um, some of the imported German lagers that I did not like. You know, like um, I, I don't know, just some of the ones that like when I first started drinking beer, I'm like, nope, I don't like the taste of this beer. Nope, this beer doesn't taste good. Um. Or at least German style lagers. I shouldn't say German particularly. Um, that being said, I know a lot of people that would get on board this and drink the hell out of it. Huh. Um, I'm working. Namely, my dad's best it. friend Joe. He oh. would love this beer. He'd be. He'd, he'd be all on this. <laughs> but yeah, there, there's that little bit of a. There, there's a, there's a dankness to it. Yeah, it, it definitely has a dankness. I would say. The bitterness, like the bitterness level, is definitely assertive, but I, it's not uh, quite ridiculous West Coast level. No, it's definitely. I mean, especially when you get, you know, when you're being served a lager and you're you're anticipating, you know, something along the lines of a macro or at least something that's just you know clean all around. It definitely goes uh, outside those bounds. Like it's outside of the bounds of what your mouth is is getting ready to to, to take in. Yeah, this is not a uh, a good gateway beer for a large audience. Yeah, I, I understand that, but I think also you, I think it's also the, I think it's when you get a if you had a bunch of people that are really like, oh well, I like IPAs, I like IPAs, and they don't want to buy something with the word lager in the title, that you could handle this one and they'd go after this one. Yeah, I just have a. a general overall problem with the ipaification of every beer style yes i cannot uh find out what uh what hops they okay used. um i can only get uh descriptions of the hop character as being uh noble which i can i can kind of be down with it's pretty earthy i mean it's not i wouldn't call them green it is it is dank to an extent but i just think it's it's volume of hop character not necessarily the the green green ones yeah it's de- it's not it's not piney it's not piney it's not resinous yeah. no it, do- but it, it doesn't it, have like the grass thing going on yeah there. no but it's it's still it's very dank it's it's like a half step below like the uh abhorrent like hop bite <laughs> that that you <laughs> that, that you i weep. that i detest so much yes like i it i don't quite get that like hop crunch uh but it it's pretty damn close to it you know as i settle into it i know what i'm drinking i don't i don't mind it it's not like a an offensive beer to me it's just not if i'm if i'm personally going to order a lager this isn't the direction that i that i i want to i want trying to go in oh yeah definitely not i agree to order this to order a lager and get this in the glass i would be a little disappointed that being said if you're into hoppy beers and you want to try something that's a little bit uh um has less of a sweet backbone to it than a um than an IPA usually does, then this would be yeah. right up your alley. The the smell of it really reminds me of Heineken. Really? Yeah, I, I 
Definitely. Yeah, you're right. And that's why I was mentioning mention my dad's buddy Joe. Like, I just remember like always growing up. Like he was the, he was always that guy that's like, oh, I love Heineken. I'm, let me drink a lot more Heineken. More Heineken. And of course, you know, once you start being to the point, like, yeah, I'm gonna have a be- take a beer out of the cooler. I don't care. I'm you know, I'm, I'm 15. Fuck you, man. <laughs> you know, like you take one, and I'm like, this smells terrible. This tastes bad. Why do they drink this crap? Oh, that's why. Because it makes me feel like this. this is um, <laughs> After three of these, I want three more. Yeah, but it just—I never understood what an acquired taste meant. Yeah, but <laughs> until this, I started drinking beer. But that smell, like that—that that smell, like as soon as I put my nose in there, I'm like, oh my god, it's—it's it's that kind of beer. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Um, I'll. Uh, I'm gonna hit the uh, um, ratings off. I'm gonna. I, I, could, I could lean to a pint, but I'm going to keep it at a tasting just because it doesn't, to me, um, I don't mind the beer. It just, it's not what I want in a lager. How about you, Mark? Uh, I mean, I agree with you, Justin, but I would give it the pint. Um, you know, I, I don't detest it. I just don't enjoy it. So I'm going to have that one, and then I'm going to move on to one of their other offerings that I enjoy, like the Black Deck Porter. Yes, <laughs> which also, by the way, Black Duck Porter, that's one you can get um, around. That one, yeah, that so that's one, one of the ones we've had before. Yeah, that one or the yeah. – I mean, the, the the other one that I enjoy a lot that sees wide distribution is one of the seasonals, the the, the Behave. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've behave, seen the Behave yeah. a lot. It's still not the great and powerful leaf pile. <laughs> leaf piles get gets around during that time of year, too. That's it's true. just not something you're going to get right now. And if you if you are, you know, snatch it. Yeah, I mean, it's early. My bad. Don't worry about it. It's early enough in the, the winter season still that you probably still find some six-packs of leaf pile. Yeah, you Chilling might find out it in a beer distributor, but um, in the supermarket, they're off the shelves by now. Um, the next one that we're going to is the Harbor Ale. And I particularly love the artwork on the Harbor Ale, how it has the humpback whale with, like, the house on the back of it. And every time I see it, I'm reminded of, uh, like, a Terry Pratchett novel. Oh, yeah. Like, because the whale is floating above the water, and it's got this big barn kind of thing on its back, and it just reminds me of, like, the turtle and the everything everything along that. uh, Yeah, the the four elephants standing on the back of the turtles that hold the flat disc world, right? What is it? The turtle's name is Altuin or something like Uh, that? I don't don't remember that. But, um... Right, that is Terry Pratchett, yes? Yes. Okay. Yes, and, the, you know, there's the one book called The Fifth Elephant. Yeah. It was the whole mythos where, like, there used to be five elephants, but then one of them crashed into the disc. <laughs> and, like, you know, like, uh, the triacle mines are supposedly, like, it's remnants that they're, like, mining from the earth. Gotcha. Do you have any idea what we're talking about, Justin? No. No, I literally Justin just, I just passed out. Like, Wait. I just passed out. Um, I brought up midget porn and decided that I would just, <laughs> I would just roll with that. All right, that was a good two minutes of your life. Then, huh? <laughs> yeah, I heard. So the harbor ale of whales floating in the air, though, like you know, the thing that I think of is uh, the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes, that yeah. I'm on board with. That I that there I'm down. Go. So for harbor ale, we the Petunias can... thought, oh no, not again. <laughs> the ale reflects the harbor village where it has been brewed. Bold, resolute, modest. This American pale will ready, will be ready at the end of any task worth completing. Handcrafted to yield balanced drinkability and a distinct variety of food pairing opportunities. See, this is far less dank than the the lager. 
This is a, yeah, I like it. It's more floral and citrusy. Good malt too. Yeah, in the aroma, I definitely get a good floral note in there, which I like. Yeah, those are usually the hops that I'm in, interested in. And uh, yeah, that's a good point, Justin. It's got a good malt backbone, as uh, the common language says. This is good. Yeah, I enjoy this. this is, I've I can't believe that I've never had this before, just because you know you're on craft yeah. beer as much as we are. Obviously, I'm I'm tend to drink the wacky stuff, but right. This is uh, this is a good. Uh, well, I mean, aside from that, usually I see like American Pale Ale, and I'm like, all right, I'm probably not going to like that one. What right. else do you got? Yeah, no. This do you is... have anything browner? Yeah. Um, no, I can see I can see why this beer is a is a flagship kind of beer, like for a craft brewery to have a beer like this on tap that you know is is almost a prerequisite. Like you have to have a a little bit more golden color beer that you can hand to patrons and be, say here this is enjoy this because this is really good i like this yeah i get the um i'm hit with malt right away and then basically the hops do what they're supposed to do and they clean the back end they balance everything yeah the the bitterness is not uh excessive right no not at all i think it's really it's 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 interesting the thing that i'm interested in and it's kind of been my perception of it is would I like this if you handed this to me first or is it just that I'm enjoying it a lot more because it's coming down off the title lager, which was much more hoppy. Right. So I'm wondering if I am enjoying it more, but like if in other situations, if I just had this one, would I think like, Oh, do I really like it? And I'm going to say yes, because I think it's that nice floral aroma in the beginning of it, which tends to, and it's got that multi backbone that you guys both mentioned to have that little bit of bread, feeling to it that gives it a little bit of nice malt in there yeah and it's got the a hint of caramel as well yes yeah but yeah it's very well very well balanced just all around like solid drink beer yeah this is just a really tasty beer and i i i see like what they're going for here seems to be like that beer that you can have at any time you know end of the day end of the day beer you want to have one beer with dinner you want to have a beer at the barbecue like it seems to be like no matter what, you grab the six of this and you're all right. I think they hit the head on that one. Yeah, it definitely uh, definitely pair, pair as well with others. <laughs> yes, this is our uh, this would be our Bud Light essentially. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and this is you know the one that you grab and if you brought it to a barbecue, no wink, one's wink. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> no one no one's uh, know what I mean. No one's angry that this one shows up. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Mark, Mark, Mark is... Uh, He's keeping going. I yes. Understand. I'm just, just going to plow right over there. Yeah, you should. You should do that. It's necessary. Hey. 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 <laughs> plow right over it. That's what uh, she said. You get it? Hey, uh, get it? Um, so, as far as a rating goes, I'm going to give it a bomber. I mean, I want to have it around. I don't know that I'm going to always drink two of them in a row, but... Yeah. Having it chilling out is definitely uh, worthwhile. Um... I I would see myself drinking these with din- drinking this with a meal, like having these with dinner, like that's what I want to do, and I'd probably go down with two of them also. So I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate your bomber. I think that's the spot for it for me. How about you, Mark? I'm gonna stick at just the pint, right? And that's only because like I'll enjoy the pint, but I don't want that second one. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, I think on some I think on some days I would absolutely agree with you, and maybe you know, and then tomorrow I would disagree with you and say I want more of it, but. I think we're we're all pretty much in agreement that it's a solid beer. I'm surprised that I I don't remember having it. I probably did have it at some point, but I'm surprised that I don't remember it. 
Yeah, I feel the same way. It's you know I've seen it everywhere. I mean, so it's probably most of the reason why I didn't get it or it previously because like oh I can get that everywhere. You know, yeah. so you end up, you know you move on to that thing. I mean, there's a fairly good chance that I've had it as part of a flight in the tasting room, but it's just been because like <laughs> what else do I add to the flight? Exactly. <laughs> right. And I probably just like threw it back real quick because I paid for it. You're like going to waste it. You're like interlude. Yeah. Here's some, here's some three. Here's three really interesting beers. It's a flight of four. Uh, give me the Harbor Ale. <laughs> so this last one I'm very interested in, especially based on the other two. You know, we have one American Pale Ale that was good, nice, solid, malty, and then we have the we had the uh, um, the lager that was a little more dank, and now we're actually going to pour a straight up IPA. The other, the other side IPA, which also has my personal favorite artwork, which is the striped bass and the upside down. Yeah, I like that. And this is this is pre uh, uh, pre Stranger Things, so. right? So it's you know it's it looks like it's floating above uh, above the water like anything, but they did the water on top and everything else is upside down. It's the fish is dead. Well, the fish is definitely like robotic. It's like metal. It looks like it's, like it's a, a steampunk fish. Yeah, like steampunk robot fish. It's kind of funky. Yeah, I I, uh, I like this one. It is cool looking though. Especially because the striped bass is like my spirit animal. And I really want to know who does their artwork for their labels because I, I really enjoy their work. Yeah, and it's definitely the same artist doing all of them. Yeah, they're all in the exact same style. Well, at least their their core series. I don't know if they ever venture out from that. No, well, I, even like even the seasonals like Leave Pile and Behave, it's definitely the same. Yeah, like I've seen the B that they have the bee with like the uh and the the leaf pile is the guy in the old timey diving suit uh-huh yeah so it's it's i think it's all the same artist and i really appreciate his or her work it's it's really nice looking i would have to say that like color wise all three of these beers are like if not they're if not exactly the same srm pretty damn close yeah well this one is this one's actually the, the yeah. only one that's relatively hazy i would say they go from and, like three to like five and a half and that's about it <laughs> exactly right <laughs> i don't um, even know if five and five and a half might be a little yeah too dark like but yes justin there definitely is a hop haze in this uh yeah. i wonder how many times it gets dry hopped um aroma wise i mean you're getting citrus hops yeah it smells just like citra i would be shy yeah i'd be shocked if there wasn't citra in there um Let's see if the bottle has any info. While the creation of this beer is geographically located in a small brewery at the far end of Long Island, its spiritual location resides deep within the distant layers of distinct layers of floral and citrus hop additions. A well pla- a place we call the other side. All right. Maybe they're doing that. Maybe useful, but mention that floral and citral ho- citrus hops. Citrus hops. I'm wondering if other side when they made you know when this came out, which was a while ago when they first debuted the beer. Yeah. Back then, I think it was everything was the dank, resinous type hop going on. Maybe the other side is basically this is floral and citrus. Possible. Because, I mean, it does have a somewhat New England IPA quality to it. Uh, it is, but it's too bitter to yeah. be a, a New England IPA. Right. I just mean that, like, it's kind of bridges that gap between those two things. Yeah, I get, uh, you know, it's definitely citrus in the flavor, and then it's just followed up by an aggressive bitterness that is not my bag i don't i don't mind it i'm not gonna <laughs> seek it out but it's not that i would i would you know have no problem uh drinking a bit of it it does it does uh, it does build though the that hot bitterness stays behind and builds as uh as you drink i'm yeah, not, not usually a fan of that it lingers on the palate for sure 
for show. This one's confused. This one's a little interesting to me. I'm not quite hit. Um, I'm not turned off by the amount of hops in it. Um, I kind of I like floral and citrus hops. I've mentioned that numerous numerous times, but I'm not enthralled with the beer enough that I'm like. I want to keep drinking this. I want to experience the flavor of it. I want more of it. Yeah, I mean, it's got some Weird. good malt sweetness to it, but the the bitterness is just, I don't know, 15 IBUs past where mm. I, I find anything enjoyable. No, I just, like, I... It's weird. It just seems to be just escaping me of, like, where I want it to be. Like it's the start of something that if, if, I, if this was a beer that I was making... I would taste this, take this version, I would taste it, and I'd be like, all right, this isn't bad, but I need to add something else to it. I need a little more, and I'm not sure what that is yet. I'm going to keep Fish trying. sauce. No, it's, it's not a crock pot. We don't <laughs> Co- Koji Jack. <laughs> Why are you cursing at me? Miso. <laughs> yes, By the way, for anybody who doesn't know, which is all of you, uh, these are all things that Mark puts into everything except for breakfast. Yes. Yeah, just um, it does, I, I got more shrimp fry paste. I'm going to say it doesn't need any of those. I'm fairly comfortable saying that. Me, I mean, I'm more of a Worcestershire kind of guy. Also banana ketchup. You shut your mouth. <laughs> fuck you. That's all I can say to banana um, ketchup is fuck you. I I don't know. I'm going to go back to I'm going to try another sip of it and see what I think about it and see if I can place what I'm trying to go with. But uh, any um, Justin, you have any other thoughts on it as you finished your sample? I really think that this is like... The beginning of the idea of a New England IPA. I, I agree. The hop, the bitterness, and the lingering that sits behind—it's it, firmly outside of that. It's not like you would ever mistake it for that. Yeah. But the very beginning of the sip is like right on point. The citrus, and if it were a little bit uh, thicker of a mouthfeel, you could, you'd get it would start to get a little bit juicy. It's really interesting that uh, you know you look back on a beer that's been around for a while and kind of see this yeah. newfangled thing in it already. Um, I don't know. I I would give it. A, I'm going to give it a pint. Um. You know, I'm probably not going to go out of my way to find it, but if I'm somewhere and I got a choice between like you know your standard macros and this, I'm still going back to this. How about you, Mark? Your eyes are rolling over <laughs> into the back of your skull like you're thinking too hard. I don't. Well, I mean, I'm just contemplating Justin's last statement there, and I'm not. I think if I was given the choice between Bud Bud Light, Heineken, or this, I'd order a White Russian. <laughs> Okay. Well, I was going out. Caucasian Gary. I was going outside of the concept, though. I was, gonna, I was not going to have a beer. Like, if I'm having a beer, that's you know, I, I'm still going to do that. If, if I'm if I have other other options, I don't know what I would do. I can't. I can't be unlimited here. You I know can't. who mixes an awesome white Russian? Who's that? Tony. Really? Yes. He really does know how to pour a really good white Russian. I can't drink white Russians. Yeah. The the viscosity of what's going on there. <laughs> There was a time I can only think of my. I can every time I every time I've had one, I can think to myself, "Is this what this is what it feels like to really work for a living?" <laughs> <laughs> there was a time where I would go to whatever bar Tony was working at, and he would pour me White Russians in a pint glass. Oh my god, that's fucked up! And it was so good, <laughs> so good. I was there with you for at least a third of them. Yes, you were. <laughs> We'd be sitting there, Mark, doing, and I, doing drinking, <laughs> drinking these and just hanging doing out. Doing my statistics homework. Yeah, Barbie doing homework. I was great. I was like great. Barbecued. I was Mark homework. was doing statistics homework. Yeah. I was grading papers, and, <laughs> and Tony's just mixing us drinks. <laughs> That's awesome. Good times. Yeah. So, uh, so you're having a beer. Like I have to go back to my conundrum here. 
You can't have a white Russian. It doesn't exist. They all died. What do you? What do you? Like? Leave me out of this. <laughs> I might have a butt, honestly. All right, that's fine. I, I just wanted to know an answer. That's cool. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a pint. Just I don't. I don't detest it, but it's not. It's not something where I'm like, I really like that. I want another one. No, I I, I stand behind that statement for, yeah. firmly. I'm good with that. What about you, Kevin? I'm really intrigued by Justin's idea um, of this being a proto New England IPA. I, I just really like that, like in my head of the concept of like, hey, here it is, this uh, this perfect spot where you can say like, here's the beginning of this. You know, they tried to do something like this, and now that thought has kind of like welded its way into my brain, and <laughs> I can't get it out. And so now it's like, well, this is a bad New England IPA. Oh, really? But, but it's not. I no. know it's. I know yeah. it's not, and I know that's not what it's trying to be. Um, I like the floralness. I like the citrus. I think it's a good start. Let me give it a pint. I'll have it. I'll have the pint of it. But I'm gonna move on afterwards. But I feel like if they kept going a little bit more, I'd enjoy it even more. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the spirit and ask them for more of the hops that they actually put in there. Want it, I want it more. Turn this into a New England IPA with this flavor. I'll be happy with it. <laughs> add, some, add some oats. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, what we can do. We can I, I don't some... want them to do it yeah. like, on that front. Like The only thing that I want them to do is reduce the bittering addition. Yeah. like yeah. Cut the bittering addition in half, and yes, I'm in. The bittering addition in half and add in, like uh, I would say, like little... 8% flaked oats. Add a little oat. Add a little wheat to it or something like that to kind of give it a little body. Yeah. Um, would be interesting. But I can absolutely see why why pe- why this is one of those ones that's readily available because I can see how people would jam on this beer a lot. Um, but for me, it's going to be a pint. That makes sense. Um, yeah, it's, it's interesting. This has been an interesting session where we find, you know, a couple different of beers that aren't really the style that we go after so the the lager i was surprised by at how much how how strong the hop characteristic was in there yeah i was not expecting it to be that dank but i'm very very pleased by the harbor ale that we found so yeah that was a surprise to me the harbor ale is kind of like uh it's kind of it's kind of like you know what hey you know what it's you are kind of cool. I think I want to hang out with you a little bit more. Like I, you know, that's it's the new friend that I made today. Harbor Ale is my <laughs> Harbor Ale is my new friend beer that I made today. Like I'm happy to have it. No, and be like, yeah, you're cool. I like you. We can hang out. What do you? Any other uh, final thoughts here, Justin? Um, not about. Uh, I have something else, but not about not about Greenport. I just wanted to see if Mark had anything left on these beers. I have another uh, another item that popped up while actually while we were recording. So we'll see if uh, see how all this goes. It's not about the midget porn you were watching before, is it? Only only marginally. Is it that cool video with the um, with Morgan Freeman and uh, Peter Dinklage of advertising the new Doritos <laughs> the, at Mountain Dew? The Doritos, yeah. Where, no. they're, where they're spitting fire from the wraps? Like, that's actually pretty damn cool. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited to see that commercial <laughs> tonight, but no, no, that's not it. And, you know, we're obviously recording this on Super Bowl Sunday, and that's going to become apparent in a second when I bring something else up. Now the NFL is going to sue us. Yes, that's yeah, true. I'm sorry. Super Bowl, the Super Bowl, game. Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. If the NFL can sue us, we will be the largest beer podcast on the planet. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. The big game. Yeah. All right. In my pants. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. On that note, um, 
you two two of you might know might have known this, but I didn't. Yeah, Blue Point it. Blue Point is releasing a uh, Olympics beer for the Winter Olympics. Yes, I did know that. No, I did not know that. It is a golden ale that actually has real gold flakes added to the kettle. They put Goldschlager in the. <laughs> I did not read up on it. They put Goldschlager in the kettle. <laughs> Apparently, are we it's, living in Dubai? It's called <laughs> Olympic beer. O H Lim, like my arm flopping. Pick, like I pick my nose. Sorry, this is better. Mm. Beer. <laughs> That's a fucking great name. <laughs> oh, limb pick. Pick beer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> is there any other different, like, it's got gold flakes in it? It's a golden ale that has real gold flakes in it. So it's, that's, okay. the, that's the jam. This, this, it's a, the, the quote from a Blue Point spokesperson is, the golden ale has real gold flakes added to the kettle. So if you're anything like our brewers, you can skip the gym and still bring home the gold. My question is: Is how much gold can I? Um, oh, can you mine out of it? He's, he's, yeah, he's, like he's gonna be some asshole with like a twelve pack of it, fucking panning <laughs> his driveway. I saw this shit on Discovery Channel. Well, I'm still gonna drink the beer first, but oh. uh, I got what are you gonna do? You gonna I'm pick curious. through your shit afterwards yeah, and try to find gold? Exactly. <laughs> Like Spin that shit through a centrifuge. The gold is going to be the heaviest thing. It's going to fall to the <laughs> yeah, bottom. That's the only time that sentence, spin that shit through the centrifuge, has ever been said where shit was not like Smurf. <laughs> where shit wasn't just for the stuff. It, yeah, was, literally, it shit. was literally shit in a centrifuge. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There you like, go. Is it, will it be worth the efforts? That's what I want to know. How much, how much gold per milliliter? Do you know what's funny? I bet you it matters on whether or not you got the bottom or the top of the, uh, the bright tank. Because it's going to settle. Probably, yeah. I can't imagine that they would... It's like the fucking Willy Wonka. I can't factory. imagine that it would sit in the bright tank. Like, I feel like you would add it to the boil. Like, I want to see a picture of it. it. It's going, I, yeah. I feel like through the filter it would get caught up and, you know... I have no idea. I'd probably resold to... Uh, like, Diamond unless it looks like I'm drinking, <laughs> like, a glass <laughs> of... <laughs> unless it looks like I'm drinking a, a lava lamp. Like, <laughs> I'm not interested. Well, it's gonna be, it'll be on sale next Friday, February 9th, the uh, start of the Olympics. So yeah, next Friday is the one we're recording. So by the time you hear this, it's out. And um, I'm going to grab some whenever I see it. So this it's, is going to come out the week after that. Yeah. So by the time it'll be already be out. That's what I said. There you go. I don't think that's what you said. That exactly. is what he said. You're wrong, Mark. Mm. Listeners, email in. Tell Mark's wrong. Yeah, just seven so, words. Mark is wrong. <laughs> Actually, if you could breathe heavily into our phone line and say that at the same time, that would be uh, like a, two- a voicemail. It'd be like a twofer for me. Um, so yeah. Anyway, that's gonna come out. It'll be uh, that'll be pretty cool. I'm definitely gonna get some. We'll pour it in. We'll see uh, what our poop looks like afterwards. It'll be awesome. Love and check, check our Instagram for pictures of the beer, not my poop and the poop gold. <laughs> but if you want to call us and let us know about it, send them message to six three one six zero five seven two four zero. Yep. Leave us a voicemail. Let us know what you think. If you've had any of the Green Port Ale uh, beers that we had today, <laughs> or how your, you know, how gold flakes in your poop have, you know, affected your life, let us yeah. know that. Hey, as well. maybe it'll be like like the uh, the that burger that Burger King put out that made everybody's poop green. Yeah, yeah. The, Remember that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. What was that? The blackout burger? Yeah. yeah it was. It was yeah. all the bud was black. Yeah. Yeah. It was the whatever coloring agent was used in the bud. I can say that I, that that. I, I can I can confirm that that was that that was a real thing. There you go. Um, <laughs> I I don't know how to follow that up. I really don't. It's hard to follow up green poop. Green poop is the way to finish up this episode. Then yes. All right. All right. Bye, everybody. Cheers. Take care of yourselves and each other. 
If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.